Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. There is a word especially for you when you think you're about to give up. Welcome once again to our weekly internet program. I'm your host, Brother Joel Lewis, and you are listening to Free on the Inside, an internet program to inform you, to encourage you, and to challenge you to be all you can be in Christ Jesus. We come to you each and every week with ministries and programs that makes a difference in the life of our community. If you log on to this program, you'll see a template and a wording that should jump out and speak to you, say, help change your life. You know, we can't do anything apart from God, but maybe, maybe, maybe we can introduce and engage in the social events and the things that are plaguing this society. I'm excited this morning about our guest this morning. He's They are local, and, uh, and, and, and you know, and it's very important to know what's available in your community to help our brothers and sisters through this uh, life that they're struggling with. You know, last week we had a young man on that uh, did a, a street ministry, and they was uh, sharing with us the importance it was to be a street evangelist and how what he's doing is making a difference in the lives of the people he encounter. And I challenge you to just sit back and relax and pay attention to the program and, and any of these programs in which you're listening to. We have a very great archive, a very large archive. We've been broadcast for nearly three years now. And so we have quite a selection of material that you too can go back and and listen to, and and be empowered by it. Also, we give you contact number. We're gonna do the same thing today. But before we start the show, we like to uh, share this number with you with our listening audience, so you can pass it along and share it with your friends and uh, and acquaintances. That number is three one zero. Nine eight two forty one twenty six. That's our call in number, and the uh, site is Blog Talk Radio forward slash Granny's Place, and that'll take you to our archive section. But without any further delay, I'd like to introduce to you at this time Robert. Robert is with Association of Persons Affected by Addiction. It's a recovery community center located here in Big D. This is the Internet program, so we go coast to coast. But right now we're at Big D. We're talking to Robert about his recovery uh, program. Uh, Good morning, Robert. Good morning. Welcome to the program. I'm excited, brother. Tell, oh, man, I'm excited about the interview that we had prior to this show, and I want to continue that with a broader audience and let other people listen in on what we are sharing to make a difference in our community. Well, it actually is a privilege and a pleasure. Uh, but before I get started, I want to just uh, thank, uh, on behalf of Apple Associated Persons Affected by Addiction, our Executive Director, Joe Powell, as well as our volunteers and um, staff. We just want to say thank you for giving us this opportunity. And I also want to give a special thanks to Lee, who was instrumental in making this happen. So it's a privilege to always be able to talk about uh, Apple, but more importantly, to talk about recovery. Yes, so right. Now, give us a formal introduction and tell us about Apple. and get, So our listening audience will know what we're at. Okay. Well, uh, APA, A-P-A-A, stands for Associated Persons Affected by Addiction. We are a nonprofit organization that helps men and women to sustain and maintain recovery. Um, I'm really uh, honored and excited to say that we are, um, are in the community. Um, we are located on um, Martin Luther King uh, 3116 Martin King Boulevard. Uh, we just moved there. Uh, we've been around for 16 years, and prior to that, we was over on Butler, and it really wasn't uh, in the community. So we're just excited to be right there in the heart of South Dallas, where the need uh, uh, is uh, needed, where the need is necessary. Uh, people can uh, reach out and get the help that they need, those who are struggling with addiction, um, as well as mental illness. So I'm excited uh, to be right there in the heart of the community. 
2012, where we was on Butler, we actually uh, helped 30,000 people walk through our doors that were seeking recovery or already in recovery. So we know uh, that uh, people are hurting, people are looking for answers, and want to be free. I really appreciate your show, you know, free from inside. When I looked at that yesterday and I thought about my personal life as well as I know other people's lives, um, being trapped uh, in the disease of addiction, man, it's, it's, um, it is uh, mind-bothering, unbelievable, and you're definitely being prison. So recovery uh, gives people uh, that freedom that we all deserve and desire. So I'm just uh, grateful for the name of your show, and it definitely reminds me what we do in the community, set people free from the from the ills of addiction. Oh, Robert, that is so well spoken. Now tell us about the program. Now what are some of the programs embedded in this particular program to uh, that you could offer to the men and women? You say that there's a nonprofit organization. So if I was to refer someone over to you, what could, type of program can you present to them based on their particular uh, uh, thing that they're going through? Okay, well, that's a good question. Thank you for asking. Um, first of all, uh, everybody is welcome. Um, anybody who's seeking or as well as in recovery, once you walk through the door, uh, male as well as female, you will get a coach. And that coach will help you uh, put together a plan of action to uh, to sustain and maintain recovery. Uh, that coach will help you get past any struggles, any challenges, any uh, difficulties that you may have in your recovery process. And we know for a fact that when people embrace recovery, um, that they have a lot of challenges. You know, being in recovery myself, and we took a, a survey of 500 men and women, and uh, Mr. Lewis, one of the things, number one challenge that a person may have is jobs. You know, here I want to get my life together, and um, I'm ready to, to make a change, and now i got a felony, and I can't uh, seem to get a job because of that, as well as housing. Uh, I can't seem to get a house because or apartment because of my past. I didn't pay rent. I got evicted. So we know people have uh, have a lot of challenges once they embrace recovery, and this is why I'm so grateful that we do what we do because we can uh, help a person get past those struggles as well as um, be there with them and for them and know that uh, they, too, can uh, get a job. They, too, can uh, have an apartment and move on in their recovery in spite of the challenges that might come with it. Are you no, that, that is, yeah, Yes, sir. That is so well spoken there, Robert. I was just making some notes here. You said you had over 30,000 people that come through those doors. That Man, that is speaking volumes, brother. And, you know, so that's a great need for that. You know, as we shared uh, before about the, uh, the availability of the program, give us some hours and uh, – and you know, and you told us about the uh, being assigned to a coach for a particular need. But uh, if I wanted to uh, get someone in the program, what are some of the steps of being, if I, you know, of being a part of Apple? Well, thank you uh, for asking. Um, man, it's really uh, easy and accessible. You can just walk through our doors, um, and you don't have to make an appointment. You just come in, uh, fill out uh, paperwork. Uh, we act, uh, well. We asked you watch uh, a thirty-minute video, and then at that point you can sign your coach. Um, with that, uh, you become a member, um, and once you become a member, the things that we have to offer, we have a full schedule. Uh, we open uh, seven days a week, uh, Monday through Friday. We open from nine to nine in the evening. Um, on Saturdays, we open from 12 to 6. Um, Sunday, we open from 8 to 9. Um, we do a lot of stuff uh, there at Apple and provide a lot of uh, resources as well as a lot of help. 
Uh, one of the things that I'm really proud about uh, and to say that we offer is uh, DRA. DRA stands for Dual Recovery Anonymous. And uh, that's for people who suffer from mental illness as well as addiction. A lot of uh, people that, and even family members that uh, we see struggle, uh, unfortunately uh, been, have been diagnosed and won't take medication, and they find themselves medicating with uh, drugs and alcohol. So uh, we provide meetings on a daily basis. A person can come there and get a GED. A person can come there and uh, get uh, uh get involved in our computer lab. Uh, we have computer uh, uh, classes. We have meetings throughout today. Um, our first meeting starts at 930, uh, and it's called Spiritual Development, um, and it's an hour uh, group, um, 930, 1030. Then our next meeting is at 12, and it's called Peer Huddle, and that's where peers can come and come together and share their experience, strength, and hope. And last but not least, we uh, have a group called DRA. And, again, that is for people who uh, have uh, have been diagnosed from bipolar to schizophrenic or just um, uh, clinical depression. Uh, the bottom line is that, uh, you know, they, too, need a place where they can feel safe and share about their diagnosis and share about um, how medication is making them feel and share about how uh, they felt when the doctor told them that they uh, has been diagnosed with a mental illness. So um, we just provide a lot of support, a lot of help, and most importantly, we provide a place where a person can be in a natural environment and know that he's around or she's around her peers and they won't be judged they won't be uh, looked at any different, and we uh, provide an atmosphere where one can grow. And I think we can't oh, put. I'm sorry. Go, no, go right ahead. I'm just. I was saying you can't put a price tag on that because uh, it's just important that I, I be able to uh, be in an environment that I'm not threatened. I feel supported, and uh, people are just like me. And, and you know, Robert, you said something there because I know during my time of addiction, it was uh, I was I was being intimidated in in with intimidation by being around people that I didn't quite uh, think that they understood what I was going through. They didn't know the plight that I was facing. People said, "Just shake it out," and it's difficult to shake mm-hmm. it off when you have an addiction or when you have a mental illness in your life. You know, it's easily said than done. And I'm glad that mm-hmm. you have a program that DRA because a lot of times we are masking our symptoms by the drug addiction by that negative behavior, but yet Apple Association of People Affected by uh, by Addiction has been able to touch those things and being for real about it because some of the people that's been in your program, are you sure, well, they went through the plight, so they have a sense of understanding and the sense of being committed that this thing is not the end of a person. Mm. Yes, sir. You know, um, one of the things about addiction, it can have you thinking that you're the only person that's been doing crazy things and have um, crazy thoughts, and we don't use the crazy. We don't use the word crazy because uh, that's uh, a word that brings about stigma. Uh, and what made me say it because I'm looking at it, um, the word, but that's just to say that a lot of times we come in the doors, um, just like you shared, shared about how you felt. You know, that's not an isolated feeling that, hey, you know, won't nobody understand me. You know, you don't know what I did. You know, you don't know what I've been thinking. And to know that you can come in an environment and be around people that is just like you and um, have done some of the same things that you've done and have uh, thought some of the same thoughts that you thought, it just makes a world of a difference in your growth. Because uh, it's all about support. You know, we all need help. Yes. And, uh, now, uh, uh, now, Rob, as you were saying that, they all need help. You know, uh, what uh, what program you have in bed to to, uh, to assist in the neighborhood? Because I know you're located in the South Dallas to the Brown Park. 
and that's a, a, a area that's growing and it, and it's expanded. But as a ministry, as a recovery group, are you have things in place to assist the growth and be aware of things that's going around? Because it, it was a depoverished neighborhood at one time, but yet it's growing, and we want to be a part of that because we're basically in that neighborhood. Yes, sir. Um, and I'm excited about what's uh, what's to come. Um, we right there in front of Fair Park, speaking of growth, and um, I was at a, 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 a town hall meeting with the mayor, and they are projecting on um, making uh, that community vibrant and um, having people outside of that community come in and feel safe and be able to go uh, to the historical Cotton Bowl in Fair Park. Um, so it's a lot of good stuff is getting ready to happen. We're excited at our location because we literally right across the street from the train station. You literally can yes. get off the train. Uh, don't go right to or left. Go right across the street and open that door. So we're excited about our location and, um, um, and what's to come in South Dallas. One of the things for many, many years um, I always thought how ridiculous it was when you hear South, about South Dallas that all the drugs was over there and people didn't want to come. I've been in the field uh, for 22 years, and all through my uh, experience, I've always heard about how bad South Dallas was. People didn't want to go to South Dallas because there wasn't uh, nothing over there but drugs. But by the grace of God, we are changing that. You know, today... Uh, four years ago, it was no, and this is ironic, no support, no AA, no NA, no CA. What you did here and was available was drugs. That's all you heard. And I understand today, though, that uh, South Dallas got a bad rap, you know, but that's another subject, how people came from other communities, came into South Dallas because South Dallas was wet and a lot of things was happening. But it wasn't from the people within South Dallas. It was from outsiders. So that has changed. Uh, you don't hear so much about uh, South Dallas now that other uh, communities are wet, sadly to say. And so the com- other communities don't have to come to South Dallas. And the results of that, you don't hear about uh, so much of the, the ill that goes on with drugs and alcohol. So, again, I've learned that. Uh, a lot of that was a bad rap from other people outside of South Dallas. South Dallas, again, like you said, is growing, uh, a lot of good stuff. we there, and today, um, Mr. Lewis, there are uh, not only apples there. Now, five years ago, mind you, it wasn't nothing there. Now they have a group called Miracle Solutions right there in South Dallas. They have another group, an NA group called... Uh, uh, Southside Serenity. Uh, they also have another group. It's called right there in South Dallas. It's called um, Central Group, and now we have APA. So you know the the theme and the uh, the talk about South Dallas and nothing over there but drugs has changed. There's some recovery in South Dallas. People are embracing it, so I'm excited about that. And, oh man, uh, that looking is forward. so true. You know, you were sharing yeah. with me about a town, about a meeting that's coming up. I think at about ten today. Would you give me? Uh, would you prepare to give us some more information regarding that meeting that you're going to attend regarding South Dallas and the development of that neighborhood? Uh, I'm not prepared to be accurate with that information right now, so I don't want to uh, say nothing that uh, is not accurate. Um, but it's a meeting that's taking place um, at ten o'clock. And it's going to be right there on uh, Martin King and Irving. Uh, it's a church there. I don't have the name of the church that's going to provide the space. But um, And it's a, a meeting that's going to be speaking to uh, development of South Dallas. Okay, great. That's all we need to know. That there is some activity going on. That's what I wanted to hear now, because sometimes people go to play. They say this is dead and it's worthless and useless. But we know that that South Dallas and that community is alive and well because of yes, like right. yourself, 
uh, association of people affected by addiction is making a difference in the life. And we know that there's many, many recovery stories that's involved, uh, that goes along with your ministry and how you uh, you and your ministry and Lee uh, that I met at the street ministry uh, a week ago, and he was very informative about your, uh, about the program that you and him was involved in. And I was excited to have you to be a guest on here. And uh, Lee was sharing with us that how it had made a difference in his life, how he was addicted to a lot of craziness, and what he uh, made his way to Apple, and Apple restored him. And now he's able to give back. And that's what we talk about, give back. You know, I shared with you uh, sometime, uh I think once before, about the scripture said that, you know, Jesus told Peter that the enemy is out to get him, but when he is restored, he has strengthened his brother. And I love that, man. I mean, there's some recovery involved in this. There's some wellness mm-hmm. involved in this. There's some togetherness involved in this. But, you know, when you get out of this, you ought to look back and to help somebody. You to pull him out of this the way you've been pulled out, and I think that Apple have a an, a, a, a hand on that, you know, and, and to the to the best of it, to the best of its extent to be able to pull men and women out of that life of addiction. Yes, sir, uh, and that's our goal. One of the um, things that that is highlighted once you embrace recovery is that uh, you give back what's been freely given to you. And one of the things that I have learned that when people get out the grips of their addiction, when people become free, they want to give back. It seems like it's in our DNA that now that I'm out, I want to help somebody. I have yet to meet a person who's been uh, free from addiction and not wanting to give back. You know, and recovery uh, community uh, highlight the fact that you keep what you have by giving it away. You know, once I've been uh, introduced to this program, introduced to some tools that can help me move forward in my recovery process, uh, um, part of my process is to give back. We have a, um, a program that we do once a month, and it's called a Hero's Journey. In the Hero's Journey, um, People get the opportunity to uh, fulfill their uh, their journey. Um, we know that addiction is such an enemy to life that you really be in the belly of the beast. You be yes. in the low of the low, right? You be disconnected from the community, their family. Uh, you be caught up. And one of the, the, the to complete your journey is to once coming out, you come back and share with the community what you went through and um, now where you at today. And uh, we do that once a month, the hero's journey. And um, that's part of the process of giving back and knowing that uh, you too want somebody else to experience the freedom um, that comes with recovery. And you, you know, Robert, that speaks in volumes, there because you know that, that you know that that lifts other people's spirit up to saying, "Hey, it, uh, uh, you know, things ain't that bad that I can't come back." You know, when a person lose hope, that's a terrible thing. Where you know that, as I said, you had to be tired of being sick and tired. You know, and I like that mm-hmm. hero's journey there, man, because I hear how my brother, and my sister overcame that. You know, a way with lifestyle, man, it allows me. And it gives me encouragement. Hey, man, maybe I can get out of here. Maybe I can regain the things that I lost through addiction. Mm. Don't blame so much on the devil or my father, but it was me that caused these things here. And, you know, and I like the name of your program. You said the uh, uh, that affected of, of of addiction here, the it, association it of persons that. that's, a, yes, that's affected, affected by, by addiction. Yeah, yeah, affected Not by people. addiction. Yes, yes of persons. Yes, persons that That's are affected right. by this. Because we got to own this here. It's an ownership. That's right. That's it's right. ownership. And, and you know, uh, and, and, and when is that uh, done once a month? Give us a day so I, I might want to stick my head in the door and just be encouraged yes, by what I'm hearing. Yes, sir. Um, it's uh, every fourth Thursday. And uh, it won't, it's never done at our office, but it's uh, in the community center. Um, we um been... Uh, occupying uh, 2,900 uh, live oak. Uh, we have space there once a month, and we come together as um, 
as um, as a community, and we um, fellowship, eat, drink, and uh, have the privilege of listening to somebody share their experience with you know their journey. So uh, that takes place uh, every fourth Thursday at uh, seven o'clock. At seven o'clock, great. I'm writing that down as we speak now, and we're going to open up the phone lines. That uh, we have a couple of callers that want to come in, and maybe they want to just give you words of encouragement. Maybe they want to know more about your program. Yes, sir. Good morning, Mikey on the net. Uh, good morning, my brother. Uh, always glad to be uh, um, a participant in the show and to be a recipient of the um, services and the. Programs and ministries that are uh, actively engaged in, in not only helping uh, hurting people but empowering them uh, to take control of their lives and be all that God so desires that they be. Okay? Uh, I have a question uh, uh, for Robert. Uh, being not only a, a minister and a social worker involved in the field of recovery for many years, I, I'm aware of many of the programs that have been in the Dallas area and, and even South Dallas over the last 35 years uh, and the areas that we call near South Dallas, programs that used to be called Help is Possible and so forth. Many of these programs now have been purchased and operated by a company called uh, ShareHouse, which has traditionally been uh, a forerunner in the provision of recovery services and particularly in the area of um, inpatient and residential services. But the question is, is what do you do for the majority of people who go through 12-step programs, have a desire and a commitment to stay clean, but really fall through the cracks? And oftentimes we're not aware of them because they return to uh, a setting, uh, home, and family and friends who are active users. Uh, uh, you know, I know many people in, in recovery programs who have succeeded and still do so. But these are people who have what I call extraordinary commitment uh, and the support uh, to 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 survive in the midst of a setting, an environment that that cries out and consist of the gravitational pull of the things that they're fighting against. But so many individuals aren't capable of doing that, and they need housing options and residential options. What plans and and what either to offer those kinds of services or to partner with other organizations that might help provide those kinds of services for Hurting people. Great question, well, Mike. That's a good. Yes, go ahead, Mike. Go ahead, Rob. Uh, Mike, uh, that's why I'm so excited about APA. Uh, again, APA uh, stands for Associated Persons Affected by Addiction, and we help people to substantially maintain recovery. Every person that walks through our doors get a coach, and that coach will help them to sustain and maintain their recovery. APA is open seven days a week. You do not have to, and that's one of the beauties about APA, you do not have to go back to your old familiar uh, area, your old grounds. You have a place. APA is designed for people that's in recovery. So if I have addiction and APA is my organization, I can go there and just hang out. I can stay engaged in my recovery process by being in an environment that nurtures, that supports me in my recovery. So that's one of the beauties uh, for Apple is that uh, we, we, um, we uh, provide. Um, we, uh, I, I don't know if you heard this, but we open six days a week. Um, yeah, Right, so a person can have, yeah, a person have availability, and they can stay in environment that continue to nurture 
their 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 recovery, along with that coach. You know, we call our coaches um, a resource broker. No matter what you're trying to do, uh, that coach will help you. If we can't do it uh, in-house, uh, the coach will, will be able to refer you, put you in the right direction, and uh, make sure that your needs uh, are met or do the best that we can in-house and if not, refer you out. Hey, uh, that's great. That's great. Now, what about the housing? Are y'all associated with any organization that helps people with housing and getting them back into the mainstream or being able to support themselves? Because we know that this addiction is a lifelong thing now, but a long life journey, you need housing and clothes and other resources. Do Apple have yes. a network of support systems that help men and women in housing and job placement and readiness? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, everybody is different. Everybody's situation is different. Um, you know, we have a situation where people literally just um, coming off the street. And for right then, they just need shelter. Um, we have another individual who have money, but due to his environment or her environment, uh, need uh, a place where it's safe and yes. there is control uh, atmosphere, and they need uh, might want to go into transitional housing. Then you have other people that's strong in their recovery and want permanent houses. Uh, it depends on the individual, and that's where the recovery coach and that relationship he or she have with their coach uh, makes a difference, and we can address whatever that situation is. Uh, do we have uh, partnerships in the community with housing? Yes, we have um, um, places where if a person don't have no money um, and want uh, don't have no place to get to, to live, you know, we have partnership with uh, organizations that uh, will allow an individual to work for rent. You know, we have a choice uh, um, organization that does that because we don't want, and I say choice because we don't let people go out and be around alcohol. So it's a few uh, places that we uh, refer that will uh, allow a person to have housing and they they work for their rent. Um, Um, Help people. I'm sorry. No, no, that's, that's so true because I remember the addiction as I was in it. You know, I worked, but I wasn't. I was just working for my addiction and not for any room in a house or board. And I lived in a place called the Bunkhouse near the Fair Park, which was a rooming house for people that were working, and I was just trapped in that. That was like I was like trapped in your addiction. So I'm glad to see that you was giving people safe places and having structure in their life. And that's great, man. That's great to hear. So, uh, Mike, hopefully uh, that somewhat answers your question. Um, what we do and how we uh, how we do it. It, it, it and, does. You know, this month is uh, Alcoholism Awareness Month. Uh, a lot of people uh, don't know that. Along with September is Recovery Month all over the country. You know, APA uh, engaged in a whole lot of activities. In that month, uh, last month we had our open house in September. Uh, yeah, every uh, every year we uh, we do that. But I'm sorry, go ahead. Did you? No, I'm just I'm just really excited um, uh, to to hear about your program because you know you're right. I am aware that especially in that uh, area on uh, MLK where you're located, that there are no um, real, visible, and sustainable intervention programs that are really accessible to people with hurts, habits, and, and hang-ups. Uh, one, that's one of the reasons why I, I support and, I'm, and participate in Joel's program. Uh, I work as, as a broker, a facilitator, uh, for programs. And what I mean by that is to identify 
programs that are providing services to the same market, the same population, and then to help those programs uh, recognize the need to form collaborative efforts to better meet the needs of the same individuals. Uh, uh, I know some other programs who need to know of you, your organization, and I think your organization needs to know that there are some programs that provide real residential options. Uh, I'm talking about apartment services and uh, other kinds of opportunities that allow people who are receiving uh, recovery services that are not part of what we call, quote, the traditional uh, um, lockdown controlled treatment programs. And I'm not knocking those yeah. programs because they're, they're relevant, but usually there are only two ways you get into those programs. One, uh, you have to go in through or be in the, the correctional system to gain access. Otherwise, you can't afford to pay for it, or you got to have exactly. some private insurance. And 90% exactly. of the people who are hurting don't have insurance and certainly don't necessarily want to have to go through the correctional uh, system to get access. So uh, I think it's wonderful, man, and, and I will certainly be uh, uh, following up uh, to uh, to communicate with you more on how and what I can do to support you, and especially to to connect you up with some other individuals that I think that you would would thoroughly uh, 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 want to explore ways of partnering together. So I'm, I'm really pleased to, to to hear this show this morning and, and to hear what you're doing. Okay. Now, um, right. and you know, uh, just to add to that, Mike, uh, our organization is ARC, and that stands for Apple Community Recovery Center. We are about the community, and uh, we understand the importance of what you said about partnership and um, reaching out and doing uh, co- uh, collaborating and uh, doing what we can do for a individual collectively. Uh, the more support an individual has, the more... Um, we can um, not only help the individual, but as well as family. We know that the disease of addiction is a family affair. Yeah. So we uh, are not only uh, family, but community. You know, and that's our goal. Our, uh, our, we envision uh, a community, a world community, that understands uh, that addiction as well as mental health uh, is a problem that uh, as um, is, is, is a problem of the, the, the illness of the mind, body, and spirits. And we want to help eliminate the stigma. And we want everybody to know that we support prevention, treatment, as well as recovery. You know, that's our goal. Um, and we look forward to doing that. And we have a great opportunity being there on Mike Luther King, um, right there in the heart of the community. Amen. Great, great. Mike, hold on here. We got another call on the line here now. Just uh, sit back and relax. And I want you to come back in here before the end of the show here. Uh, let's see. Uh, we're going to open this phone line up. Good morning, now, Mr. Daniel. You're on the net. Hello. Yes, Mr. Daniel. Good morning to you. Good morning, Dick Lewis. How are you doing today? I'm, I'm doing great, man. We have Michael on here. He's with the. Uh, a uh, APAA, a recovery community center located in South Dallas area. Would you care to give us some comments or thoughts regarding the program, or you just sit back and listen in? Yeah, I'm listening. Uh, I'd like to uh, ask a question. Uh, he said he was in a, he, uh, he's quite familiar with the, with the crowd on the South Dallas High, and virtually uh, it was a, uh, uh, Kind of like a upscale uh, Jewish community at first, and back in the forties, through the fifties and the sixties, when you know, uh, the black people came and South Dallas, and basically, uh, uh, they had uh, apartment complexes and everything in there, and then, then all of a sudden, it was like somebody brought a entity inside the community to basically to start destroying it. You know, first it was uh, marijuana, and then it came with crack, and uh, and uh, basically everybody just went for all four, four parts of the 60s, 
city. They just started going way, leaving and coming back. The prophets started evaluating. And basically, uh, the churches and the community, virtually, they didn't try to help the problem because basically they, they wasn't educated to know what was happening. You know, basically when 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 something happens like that, basically you got to have a, a, a tool to basically instruct the people to tell them what was happening to themselves. And basically it would seem like everybody just was running from the problem, you know, instead of trying to grasp the problem and try to help them, you know. And basically, when, when everybody started living on the streets and everybody got homeless, there was nobody around to help them. And then when the when when the the uh, the, uh, the places like you have came, a lot of them came and they kind of fooled the people because some of them got in trouble with the government because they 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 wasn't true, you know. And basically, this kept on going on for the last, I believe, around about 20 years. And now, since everybody see how valuable this property is over there now, and everybody, you know, now everybody seems to want to, you know, well, there's there's hope, there's help, there's help, the hope, you know. And basically, there's there's nobody no more, you know. There's nobody over there no more, you know. I'm not trying to. Mr. Daniel, Mr. Daniel, you have a question yeah. for our guest. Yeah, but I'm trying to say, what are your plans for the next twenty, ten years, five years? I say basically, uh, uh, how many, how many people are you getting a day, or uh, in a weekly amount? That's what I'm trying to say. Um. You have said a whole lot, um, but again, our mission is to educate all segments of the community about the nature of addiction, mental health, and recovery, and provide the support services to uh, individuals, families, and and uh, the recovery community. You know. We understand, uh, Mike, you know, you said something about help is possible, which is around the corner. I had the privilege uh, a week ago to go in there, and I talked to uh, approximately uh, 70 men. Um, Help is possible now is called a bold. So um, we are educating uh, treatment centers, uh, churches, uh, the community as a whole. And uh, back to answering the young man's question, about how many people we see a day. Uh, we see uh, approximately 80 people a day, between 55, between 40 and 65 people each day. And people don't even know that we're there. So, uh, again, I told you in 2012, we, we, uh, 30,000 people came through our doors. And we're looking forward to uh, twice as many here at uh, Martin King Center. And I want to personally invite uh, everybody uh, that's at the sound of my voice here in Dallas to uh, come by our office and visit and see uh, where we located, what we do, and uh, come and um, experience uh, firsthand um, what we do at APA. And we located again at 3116 King Boulevard, literally right across the street from the train station. Uh, the train stations separate us from men yards. We right next door to men yards for those who are familiar with uh, South Dallas and Fair Park area. Our, our phone number is 214-634-2722. All right, that's great. Again, Again, you know, that number is 214-634-2722. All right. You know, Mr. Daniel hit on some points there because we know addiction, Robert. Addiction is treacherous and tricky. Sometimes people think, you know, they get out of it, then they find themselves slipping back into a years, months, or whatever it may be. You know, it breaks my heart. I hear stories from time to time, not so much as I used to, that, hey, I was clean for 20 years, and all of a sudden I slipped back in there. 
because I, and I feel personally they did not have a support group or mechanism to help them along the way. You know, because once you embed in something, you know the resources, and we know the symptoms. The symptoms come long before the addiction. You know what I mean? Exactly. And you know, you know uh, that ne- and, and negative behavior. And, and, and so, uh, you know, Mr. Daniel was actually stressing on some things because we realized that we can't uh, we can't cure anybody, but we have to be able to expose them to this and let them know that that, that help is possible. And I like what y'all are doing, exposing and presenting. It's what you're doing. And, you know, you said the key factor. One of the things that I take pride in, uh, first of all, we've been around for 16 years. Uh, Second of all, because I know the nature of addiction and that uh, people uh, get ready when they get ready, we uh, know that we are charged with just being there, being available. Whenever a person uh, is ready, we want to be be there, you know, to provide uh, Apple members with uh, recovery support services and a tele-recovery uh, plan within a safe and nurturing uh, environment. So that's our goal is to be available whenever a person, you know, we got two big sides outside. We have a stand-up sign that uh, highlights what we do in our building, and we have a sign uh, on top of our building, and it reads uh, Apple Recovery Community Center. We have a recovery community center, and everybody is welcome. And um, that's uh, what we know is important, is being available, being visible, and know that um, when a person is ready, what they say, when the, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. So we want to be uh, available, we want to be present, and we want to model. I think it's important that um, people see what recovery looks like, you know, and uh, we want to always uh, be that that model and realize that uh, recovery is a reality. Recovery is a reality for millions of people who have been affected by addiction and mental illness. So it is um, a problem, but it also uh, a solution is there, and it is a reality. Recovery is possible. Yes. Now, Mr. Daniel, was he able to uh, give you some insight on the question that you had asked? Yeah, I'd like to ask him uh, something too. Uh, do you uh, are you currently uh, hiring caseworkers and uh, counselors? Well, we don't have counselors uh, at Apple. We have coaches at Apple, coaches. and it's always uh, if you're interested in this kind of work, uh, even if we couldn't hire you, we can prepare you. Uh, there's a thing that um, we help people get certified as recovery uh, coach specialists, and it's a certification that you can come through APA uh, and get. And another thing that we, we really uh, highlight and proud to uh, say about APA, APA is a volunteer-oriented uh, uh, organization. We allow people to volunteer and uh, use that experience and if they see that they want to further their uh, their experience in this arena, we even help them. Uh, we have a partnership with Eastfield College. Eastfield College is the number one college that uh, curriculum is about recovery as well as social work. And we also uh, have over 400 students that come to our office from um, from El Central College. Uh, that their focus and curriculum is on uh, nursing, becoming nurses. So uh, the community recognizes how important that they get educated about addiction and mental illness and how we can help. You, you know, and that is so true. Being a nonprofit, I mean, you're not making any money, so you have very limited money for a staff. So a lot of times it's volunteer. And, man, what a perfect opportunity for you to be trained in the harvest field. You know, books in the in classroom environment is great, but in the field, man, when you get that practical experience, 
and I'm glad that uh, that Joe organization uh, Apple is is available for people to come out and get uh, some inside knowledge on it. Uh, Robert, this has been a great interview. We have a uh, we're gonna bring uh, Mike back on for a few minutes. Then we're gonna let you close us out, Mike, uh, Robert. Well, just the importance it is for having a, a, a program like yours and how and how it's making a difference in the life of the community. All right. Mike, we're getting ready to end this program. You care to share a few words before we get out of here? Yeah, real quickly, I want to um, uh, uh, make a suggestion to Robert. Uh, just on yesterday afternoon, I spent a couple of hours with a, uh, uh, an individual uh, by the name of uh, George Strickland. She's located right there at uh, 4101 Commerce Street. That's right there near the corner of uh, Commerce and uh, 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 Robert Cullum, right across from Fair Park. Uh, okay. This woman uh, started an organization called Mothers Against Teen Violence over 20 years ago, and it was providing services and education and so forth because her son was violently murdered over there at St. Mark's by some uh, drug-filled uh, 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 gangbangers. And so for 15 years, that program provided basically direct services and, and intervention and so forth. But in 2008, uh, they shift their focus to primarily information, education, and advocacy for drug policy reform. And and she's doing a yeoman job. They just had uh, a quarterly meeting in Austin where they uh, were continuing their strategies for influencing some of the uh, uh, possible legislative reforms that are coming up in the in the uh, uh, the current session. All right, hey Mike, next... we we coming to the end of this program, so kind of wrap okay. it up. I want to suggest that yeah, that he get in touch with her, man. Uh, All right, and she's looking for programs like his uh, to support. Thank you, Mike. I really appreciate your uh, your desire to keep the community connected and make sure that an individual can get all the resources that one can get. So I'm looking forward to meeting you, and again, um, I'm inviting you guys to come to APA. Our telephone number is 214-634-2722. And I also want to close on this note here. Um, one of the uh, beauties of APA and what makes us unique is that we are a peer-led, peer-driven organization, uh, a recovery organization uh, that support um, others and peer, um, peer-driven and peer uh, recognize uh, when a person comes through APA, they will not feel uh, or look down on or feel belittled. Uh, it's a peer-led and peer-driven organization that support um, support recovery. Um, I, I, I interviewed yesterday. I shared with you guys, well, not you guys, shared with Mr. Lewis that. Um, we have been around 16 years, and we are one, as we speak, one of five organizations that has been credited by the government. So we're a credited organization, and um, we want uh, everybody that um, that have any dealing with recovery to know that they got an organization that's theirs. Um, and anybody who's seeking recovery or uh, in recovery, you have an organization that's yours that's peer-led, that's peer-driven, and that's um, right there at uh, in South Dallas. And, again, um, our volatilism gives a person the opportunity to uh, give back. We know that's important while you are in recovery. Oh, that's so hey, – hey, we got a few minutes before we get off this program. Will you tell us the importance it is to having a program like this embedded in the community? How there's a, that, that's a great need for it based on your experience and to let our listening audience know that there is help in recovery. Yes. Uh, you know, I always say that, uh, unfortunately, our uh, America is, un, um, is a drug-oriented society, and people get caught up. You know, people get caught up by way of prescription drugs. People get caught up by way of illegal drugs. And it's just so easy. Um, and that's why I'm so proud that Apple is there, that Apple uh, provides some answers, provide uh, some guidance, and uh, can uh, set a person free from that. Um, I'm really grateful to be able to say that our organization recognizes mental illness. 
a lot of times the people that we see walking up and down the street that's trapped um, in their addiction is because of mental illness. And I said earlier that we do a group there called DRA. So it's just important to be available, to be visible, and to know that uh, there's help for people who have dual uh, addictions. And uh, um, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I was just saying that, that was great, though, because I'm excited about You know, Rob, I'd like for you to be a guest when I show it at a later date, man, because there's so much information that we did not touch or even cover. And that's great, because I have to give us an opening for our next segment of our program when I talk with you. Yeah, I'm looking again. forward to it, yes. And, and we hate that Lee wasn't available, but to let him know that we missed him, and he will have an opportunity to join us again at a later date. And i tell you what, uh, give us some contact numbers once more so our listening audience can get a sense of you are available, and that way uh, we can support what you're doing. And we intend to hear some great things from you and be a part of what you're doing. Great, great, great. And I really appreciate that. Again, um, we're located at 3116 Martin King Boulevard. Uh, we open uh, six days a week, uh, Monday uh, through Friday, 9 to 9, on Saturday, 12 to 6, and every day, seven days a week, we're open from 8 to 9, which is a, a NA group that takes place. So um, we are excited uh, to uh, have that kind of uh, availability to the community. And um, our telephone number is 214-634-2722. And I can't uh, say enough how important it is to uh, – and how excited I am to say that we are a peer-led, peer-driven organization. And what that means is that uh, there's no big eyes and little you. Uh, everybody is important. And we are one of the same, and we're looking forward uh, to uh, staying clean one day at a time. You know, and, you know, I want to back up to Mike, uh, and I know we're we, we running out of time, but backing up to uh, Mike's uh, uh, question, uh, and how do people uh, stay involved? How do they stay connected? Uh, what I've learned that we suffer as individuals from what we call uh, isms, and one of them is incredible short memory. See, we cannot <laughs> afford to forget. We can't afford to forget where we came from. And because of that, uh, we find ourselves, like Mike said, you know, got into recovery and then found myself hanging out with the same people, being around the same places, and I find myself doing the same things I was doing before I got in recovery. Apple provides the environment um, and support along with groups to help me not to forget, and that's the beauty of Apple. We have meetings. I share with you every uh, day we have a meeting called Miracles Solutions that's uh, separate from Apple. Uh, Apple also have a group that's separated from Apple that's in the building called Fair Park AA Group. We actually have a group. It's called Fair Park AA Group, and that takes place uh, four times a week, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And we also do an AA group called Miracle Solutions, seven days a week, 8 o'clock. And it's an NA group, Miracle Solutions, NA, uh, seven days a week, uh, 8 to 9. So, um, and uh, I want to highlight that it is separate from Apple, but it is about recovery. And hey, that's great. Uh, uh, and that that is so true. Hey man, thank you very much, there, Robert, with uh, with with APAA, the Association of Persons that's uh, affected by addiction. Thank you very much, Rob. We're uh, expecting to hear great things from you. We want to meet you in person because it's been a great interview. And you two can go back and enjoy this interview on Blog Talk Radio forward slash Granny Place, our archive section, and you can share it with your friends and coworkers and and be encouraged that you are doing great things for the Lord. And uh, I just want to leave you with this note here. Again, I want, uh, on behalf of our executive director, Mr. Joe Powell, our uh, volunteers and staff, we say thank you. And I want to personally invite everybody at the sound of my voice to come, uh, if you're in uh, Dallas, to come and see what we're doing. And uh, give um, uh, use Apple as a platform to make those connections and uh, be a part of the solution. And I want to just say again, thank you, and uh, looking forward to uh, hearing from you again, uh, Mr. Lewis. 
Great. Thank you. God bless you. What a great interview we had, Sam. Great. As we get ready to wind down this program, we have a phone line that are open. Sorry to guess that we couldn't get to you in time, but we pray that you go back and you can listen to this program in its entirety. And then contact Apple, Larry. Contact these numbers that we share with you and help change a life. Make a difference in someone's life. As we get ready to part, we never get out of here without saying a word of prayer to give God the glory. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you in the name of you. Dear Lord, we thank you for this program. We thank you for the guests, dear Lord. How they are making a difference in the community, dear Lord. How they are being a recovery community center, dear Lord, that's touching the hearts of your people. Dear Lord, get them the resources. Get them the, uh, the commitment to stay, to stand fast on your word, dear Lord, for you get the glory. Dear Lord, in that program is men and women, dear Lord, that their lives are going to be changed as men and women women that's going to make a difference in society, dear Lord. Let no weapon formed against them in this ministry, dear Lord, prosper and, and bless them the way that you see fit. Dear Lord, we thank you for this opportunity. We thank you for the guests that are listening. Until we meet again, we give our praises to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Amen. 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 No longer will I let you clowns out the trick me They wanna lock me up, they wanna Michael pick me Give me a government order that seems make me sickly This world is not what it seems, pass Officer Ricky All the gays in the industry with more secrets than Vicky A menage of sin, they all chasing Nicky Straight to the devil's 